0: Hello, my name is Ben Moss, and welcome to the Aviva podcast, one of our brand specials. Now if you're a regular listener, you might have noticed that we've changed our music. Now there's a good reason for that change. This piece of music you're hearing underneath me right now is part of a multi-million pound brand positioning project, and as part of that project, Aviva has actually done something it's never done before, commission a sonic logo, which is going to be used, well, pretty much everywhere. Now, that was the Sonic logo. Uh, It's quite quick, so we're going to play it one more time. Now, you'll be hearing this music and the Sonic logo in more and more places as we roll it out, whether that's in our adverts on radio and TV, our social media or on the phone when you call us or, of course, in our podcasts like this one. So the idea of using a sound to associate with a brand is actually growing in popularity. Now, if I say Netflix or Intel Inside, I imagine some of you right now have got their audio branding ringing in your ears. Now the audio brand development for Aviva has been led by German-based agency Why Do Birds, and I'm really pleased to say that from Berlin I'm joined by Alex Wadrich, founder and managing director. Hello, Alex. Hello. Thank you very much for joining us today. And we're also joined by Sally House, brand design lead from Aviva. Hello, Sally. Hi. So, Sally, I'll start with you. Why is it that Aviva decided to get into having an audio brand?
1: So, as you said, audio brands have been around for loads of years. So, if you think of Intel, uh, Audi, McDonald's, but if you think more broadly past the sound logo, it can be seen as consistent themes or melodies within other areas, such as like we've used James Bond as a as an example when trying to talk to the business. So James Bond has got a consistent melody that's been used in its films for like five decades. You always know what's going on, whether there's a, a lo- love interest or an exciting moment, there is that kind of emotion that's coming through the music that's consistently played. So it's been around for a very long time, but it really has grown over the last few years, as you mentioned. And more retail and service brands are moving into this as part of their broader overall identity and building it as new brand cues to use. Brands within the finance sector have started to move into this area. And we also wanted to leverage that because research is showing how strong and successful using those brand cues can be to help, recognize, help our customers recognise our brand and build that emotional connection as well.
0: So I do wonder if this is the first time that Aviva and James Bond have been spoken about in the same breath. So if that is a, I think that may be a first.
1: <laughs> you know, we want to be a, a strong British brand and, and James Bond is a fantastic export <laughs> for us, isn't it? So yeah, we wanted to obviously use this as a new area to help support our overall ambition as a go-to customer brand and build that as a new asset into our toolkit. It also brings in um, an aspect of accessibility. So not all of our colleagues, customers, partners will be able to experience our brand from a visual perspective. And so by bringing in audio branding, that means that we're inclusive of everybody.
0: Alex, I'll come to you just before we get more into the technicalities of how you do this. Just give us a bit of background on you and and the agency, Why Do Birds? How long have you been working in this
2: field? I've been doing this audio branding topic for I think over 15 years now. And uh, I started out in branding agencies and uh, that was classical corporate design. And um, I was doing a lot of consulting there. And um, at, at some point we had the idea that brands do not just communicate visually, but they're, we're all multi-sensory people. You know, we, we have five senses and that's how we perceive the world. And so why not Use more than just the visual sense to communicate your brand, and um, that's how it actually started about fifteen years ago when I was still working uh, at another agency. We had that idea to to bring that forward and, and and actually come up with a process. How can we translate brand personalities and brand attributes into sound? We had a good method methodology for for the visuals, and that's been I think uh, been done for a long long time already that's not such a new topic but in audio it was a big question mark for a lot of people so yeah that's that's how i started about 15 years ago and then i then started uh, working um, with my own agency why do birds I founded that about uh, in 10 years 11 years ago actually now yeah
0: it's interesting you say you've been working in this kind of area for about 15 years it still feels very new you know we're making a podcast about it because we're quite excited that Aviva (laughs) is is doing this I mentioned in the introduction is it's growing in popularity is that something you've experienced with your agency Uh,
2: absolutely that's uh, the, the big breakthrough we were talking about that 15 years ago already when we had the first project oh this is the big breakthrough now everybody's gonna jump on this and say this is happening but it actually it took longer small steps but it is growing in popularity. And I think just in the recent two or three years, it's been a big boost, I think because there's so much happening in the context of, you know, voice-based services. There's stuff like Alexa and Siri and, and communication possibilities where brands do not have the chance for visual feedback anymore. That means you have no chance to show your logo anymore in podcasts as we speak right now. So so you need some, some way of, you know, How do you transport your brand? How do you communicate it and make sure everybody recognizes it right away? You want to be recognizable. And uh, now brands have to think about it. What is our sound?
0: Sally, why did you choose Why Do Birds? Why did uh, Alex get the nod?
1: Yeah, so we we did talk to several agencies, but what clearly stood out with Why Do Birds is their creativity. So they, you know, they're they're obviously experts in their field, but they really did make tailored and bespoke solutions for their their clients. So you could see in their case studies how different everything was, but also how it was clearly built out of that brand attributes and, and personality, as Alex said.
0: Alex, had you heard of Aviva?
2: (laughs) I have to be honest. (laughs) No, <laughs> So I, I did go on the internet and I checked it out and I had a look at Wikipedia and stuff and now I know a lot more about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now you do know a lot more about it and I know you've worked, you know, if you go into your website, you've worked with a whole host of brands across industries but I mean, I'm not a musical person. I can't quite get my head around how you even start to think about what the sound for an insurance company should be. So how, Can you talk us through a little bit of the process that Why Do Birds go through when you start working with a new company?
2: Yeah, that, that's actually funny because people say, oh you're an expert, you've done this before, what do we sound like? People always say, uh, What's your idea for our sound? And you go, I have no idea. Tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, it's like uh, imagine you call up somebody, what what kind of sweater would suit me? And you go, I don't know, come over here, I'll have a look at you, and I'll see what size you need. You know, and that's a little bit of what it is like when you're creating a sound for a brand, because I can't know what the brand is, is trying to achieve in the next few years. So it's a little bit about finding out who is this brand, what, what's the heritage, does it have a background? Is there a strong story that's being told and maybe that's something that's part of the brand or you know if there's somewhere where you want to go what does the competition do who are you up against so all these there's millions of questions to be asked and once you understand all that you can say oh okay now understand who they are where they're trying to go and what the stories that they're telling and as soon as you find that then you can look at that story and say hmm, is there a way of translating what they've told me or what we've learned and where they want to go, is there an audio equivalent for that? So it is a few steps more than just saying, ah, their insurance company It's probably about trust. Let's use a piano. So <laughs> um, that's, so uh, it is a little bit more than that. Yeah. The
0: the sound is quite distinctive and we'll get, we'll hear it more and more over the months and, and years, hopefully. But just talk us through how you've reached that final point that that was going to be the finished product
2: we we picked up on i don't know when we started you know we had a workshop together with Sally and the team and actually the an extended team uh, we we uh, we talked about positioning statement and we got the visual design input and uh, the history so there was a lot of conversations and all that so when all that came together there was so much information so our main goal was to digest that and you know break it down to what what what's the story out of this and one thing that we had as a derivation was sort of like um, this sentence where it says only Aviva helps you take small steps to a brighter future and uh, coming from that uh, was actually where we said okay let's try and turn this a little bit into sound and those small steps was actually one of the 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 first ideas that we had and that worked really well because we, we we thought small steps that can also be like tonal leaps. So uh, we, we said, we'd let's take small steps in, in, in the tonal leaps and have them gradually grow larger. And so the it, it feels like a, a growing composition. And we did the same for, for the rhythm, uh, how the, the density of the rhythm. It starts really small and then get gets larger in the rhythm itself as well. And we did the same with the steps that it keeps on walking in, in, in the harmonics. So it means that we have a chord structure that seems like it keeps on going and growing and it's 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 it's, it's not ending. And that was actually a very, very nice way to start a composition and and work from that and you know when we say take small steps to a brighter future we said we can't just do the small steps we also have to show a bit of the result and that brighter future that was something that we didn't do in in terms of a composition but rather in terms of a, a a sound creation of an atmospheric sound so we used these shimmering sounds and bright pads and airy vocals that translate that and and give you this feeling that it's something really light and 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 uh, sunny and 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 bright actually
0: the piece of work that you guys did isn't just the two or three seconds audio brand which will appear in lots of places there is that longer masterpiece piece of music which people will have heard at the start of this podcast and if you did like it we'll play some more of it at the end as well so you can hear exactly what alex was talking about and uh, sally on to the the point aviva you know uh, aviva's had brand campaigns run in the past some of them very famously that will stick in people's minds with certain comedians and that type of thing when this project started out um, and the idea of a sonic brand came up can you remember what the reaction was like internally from different people in, in Aviva was it kind of like well that sounds like a good idea or was it like was it hesitant that's that sounds a bit unusual we've never done that before
1: people were really interested and in actually have been really excited about this which is fantastic there's so much internal engagement and positivity about using what we've created i did learn that actually there was an aviva song um i haven't heard it uh it was before my time but apparently um yeah there was an aviva song so i think it's been um regarded as a massive step forward <laughs> from yeah. that uh, but yeah look, people have been really open um, and engaged in the in the process um, and using using what we've created.
0: How long does it take for a Sonic logo or Sonic brand to become really recognizable? I mentioned in my introduction, Intel Inside, they seem to have been doing it for years and and Netflix obviously with its growth in popularity, every time you turn it on, you get that certain sound, which I won't try and imitate. but and um, how long does it take for a Sonic brand to become sort of embedded in people's minds and be associated with a company?
2: There, there's a few things behind that. Uh, I think it's a little bit about consistency. That means you should use whatever you do use as a, as your audio brand uh, across all media and all touch points and everything that you create that is uh, audible should carry that sound in it somehow. That's the first thing that's really, really important to make it work. Then, of course, there are some brands that have a lot more media power than others. If you, I don't know, if you, watch TV or walk around outside and you hear radio wherever it happens. If that brand has a lot of media power, then obviously they have a good chance of getting a, a certain sound into your head. But you know the, the the famous examples that we all have and you know we're always asked about Audi and in Germany the T-mobile. I don't know if you have that T Mobile ring um uh, in, in in the UK but uh, those are famous sound logos. Audi has done theirs back in nineteen ninety four. So that's almost 30 years, and um, I'm sure they're not going to change it. I mean, they've updated it every few years to go with the times, which makes sense to keep it fresh but it's still the same sound basically for the past 30 years. So it is something that does take time. The, the successful brands are successful because they've used it for so long. A lot of the times somebody, somebody new comes to marketing and says, okay, I need to do something new, something fresh, and let's erase what we've had and do something completely new. So it, it's, I think it's a sign of strength if somebody can come in new and say oh that that's successful that's powerful let's keep it yeah that that's I think it's it's about consistency
1: I think it's also about touch points because if you think of some kind of tech you turn it on and it makes a noise you know whether that's you know Microsoft or a PC or a Mac or whatever or phone that you interacting with those on such a regular basis and it's part of the the tech and the experience I think Siemens also you know they they embed this. Am I right in thinking, Alex, they embed their sound within the, their UI, their user interface, so that then you you get that experience as well, and it might be something that we look to do with MyAviva. So when you create a, a switch, a fun switch with your pension, or you load the app or whatever, that then we can see if we can just kind of put in a moment there, because obviously people are going to that on a more regular basis.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's because it's about I think creating like something like an audio universe, and it's uh, a lot of people say, oh, it's, uh, audio branding is a sound logo. Sonic logo but it's uh, more than those two seconds that you hear at the end of an ad
0: when I've just been listening to you both speak it's just realizing that the the power that audio can have to create an emotion so I can completely see why audio branding is can be so powerful
1: and you can do that with the the content that we create so whether that's a product video Alex and I've seen this example around our claims that's going out to the intermediary audience in the UK and it's and it's so emotive the content is so emotive but that's just amplified by the music that's used as well by the way that it's been embedded within that and it it has the build and the flow that goes with the with the storytelling so i think you know, it just amplifies what we're already creating or can create that in the first instance if, you know, it's just an audio piece.
0: Alex, you, you, you guys at, at your agency are clearly very good at what you do, but we played the um, Aviva Sonic logo at the start and we will no doubt play it again at the end of this podcast. But as with many of them, they, they're quite short. I know we've got the masterpiece piece of music, which we also played at the start of the podcast, which is much, much longer. But from your point of view, when you've got different clients come to you all the time and wanting different things, is it hard not to fall into a pattern of repetition where you sort of find a comfort zone and go well, that works, that's been successful. Well, let's do something similar for that company and that company. Is that a difficult thing to avoid?
2: Not really. Of course, if you've worked for a lot of clients, it, it does become tempting to say, oh, we haven't had some, something <laughs> similar before. But you know, th- that's the thing. If you work in a creative agency, it's an absolute no go to repeat yourself. You can never do the same thing twice. That's absolutely uh, impossible. But the stories that the brands tell are not always the same. And everybody has different keywords or a brand core value or something in their strategic territory that does differentiate it from, from its competitors. And so we try to focus more on that than just saying, okay, what's the branch we're working for? Or, you know, or, what kind of industry is it? Obviously, you um, some ideas pop up in your mind quickly when you think of Certain industries uh, or, or as soon as you talk to a client, is it you know, is it going to be more human? Is it going to be more digital? Is it going to be you know more acoustic based? Uh, so you have these ideas a little bit of of what that tonality could be like. But the stories that you tell are different.
0: I believe, tell me if I'm wrong. but part of this project of working of Aviva working with Wadu Birds, it was to define the sound of yellow because that's the color everyone knows Aviva <laughs> is. is. Is this a rumor or is it correct? Did you define the sound of yellow?
2: Actually, research uh, decided that for us. Uh, <laughs> we We hadn't really done that before. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who say they can you know taste colors or uh, <laughs> um, or you can hear colors. and so we we did some research, and the interesting thing was about the color yellow is when they asked people uh, they 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 played different notes and asked, what colors do you see?" And uh, so they I don't know, when they played an A that the note A, um, most people just jumped on yellow. And uh, it was just, just such such a big leap uh, that it was sort of like uh, very recognizable that there seemed to be something in there. And what, what they also realized, if you play other notes, F, G, whatever you might have, a B or a C, um, that did not happen at all. There were no colors that popped up. They were all scattered throughout, all the different colors. But just with the note A, it was yellow. So we thought, well, maybe, you know, it, it, it wouldn't be such a bad idea. You know, there's 12 notes that we can use. <laughs> Why not use, uh, or the, the keys, actually. The, the music is in the key of A, and so is the sonic logo. And we thought, for those people who do uh, feel that, and when they think about colors when they hear something, that there's a good chance that they would probably choose yellow if they had to choose a color when they hear it. So that was just one of the little gimmicks, actually. That was an add-on that we said, uh, why not use that? Which is not not a creative thing to do, but rather coming from research.
0: It's fascinating how much goes into this. Sally, I don't know if you'd worked in audio branding before, but you must have learned so much in the past few months.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, started off with being tasked with doing this and then learning with food desk research, et cetera, and then working with Alex uh, and Leo. It's been fantastic, completely different to what I've done in the past.
0: And it'd be great to think that this piece of audio, this sound is is still going, um, you know, in, in 20 years' time, like the previous examples you, you talked about. I guess you do have to give it time, don't you? Like you said, Alex, you've got to give this thing time to breathe, get embedded everywhere and for people to get to get used to it
2: yeah I mean I I think key is also to keep it flexible you know what you do not want to have is like one piece of music that's uh going to be ringing in your ear wherever you are actually we have a saying uh as usually you know when when it starts to get on your your nerves internally that's when it starts working externally because you know the people outside in the world they you know they don't hear aviva every day but when they do hear it you know they should have that consistent feeling and if there's people obviously in marketing communications and Wherever they may be internally, and they work a lot with it, obviously, they need to hear that a lot. And that's why people say, oh, come on, we've used this now for a year. Isn't it enough now? And some people outside might have only heard it three times. And, you know, um, so I think that's also an important aspect to keep in mind before deciding to throw something away already after a few years. Be bold enough to keep it for a longer, longer period.
1: And like you said, kind of refreshing things as we as we go, as as communication moves on, society moves on, you know, we've all been through a dramatic change over the last year, year and a half in how people digest content in in our lives. And so, keeping things evolving as mo- as time moves on, I think is really important from a brand perspective. So we're not static.
0: Well, thank you very much to my guests on the Aviva podcast today. It's been great to speak to both of you. That's Alex Wadrich from Why Do Birds and Sally House from Aviva. Just a reminder, this is the sound that you are listening out for. <music> Yeah, that's Aviva's new Sonic brand, so, so keep your ears open for that one. If you'd like to find out more about how the Sonic brand, Sonic logo was created and um, what why do birds do, please do read the show notes or you can visit aviva.com.